1: My name is Camo, and you are listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. Okay, let's get into the juice and the tea. So my main focus in life right now is moving into my own apartment. Yeah, um, I have been living with my Mimi for the past few years. If you are a Mimi mama out there, nothing wrong with that. Um, love my Mimi dearly, but I need my own space. I'm about to be 28 in a month. Oh my God, my birthday is approaching period period period. I've got a month left to join the 27th club, but I'm not going to when I manifesting that. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. Um, Always got to take it there, bitch. Why? So fucking morbid. You know, I'm working on things. That's that's nothing new, y'all know. I'm working. I'm working on myself. I'm trying to be a better woman, mama. Whatever I am, which is so confusing to me. Gender is just so confusing to me. I go back and forth with myself about starting hormones if I want to, if I ever will, and like I just, I don't know um hey wow uh what a great start for the show i don't no direction um we're just swinging it per huge i back to the apartments okay that's what that's what we were talking about we meet. okay period fuck my adderall is kicking my ass right now um so i'm looking for a new apartment my own apartment my first apartment i i had an apartment with some roommates back in 2020 so like, i think i moved with my mimi in 2019 i was there for s- several months and then i moved to an apartment with some roommates it was great we lived in the battery out in smyrna loved it so much but then the pandemic hit and you know Everybody was fucked. So I moved back in with Mimi and I've been here ever since. Um, not going to blame anybody else because I, I have to take full responsibility for the fact that I'm still living with my grandmother. And I, I absolutely had the means to get out for a long time now, but I have not been responsible. I don't have credit. That's really the big, um, the big roadblock for me. I don't have credit at all. I literally have no credit. I, I had some things on my credit in the past, um, like a bill with T-Mobile, but that was like so many eons ago that it's now rolled off of my credit. So when I check my credit on Credit Karma and anywhere, it says not available. So that's a roadblock for me, which is still something that I'm trying to get around. So girls, if you have any tips on how to get around the system, let me know because I don't have credit and I don't have anybody who would be willing to co-sign on an apartment, but I make three times plus the rent for the places that I'm looking at. Um, I haven't put in an application yet just because I know that I might not have all the requirements and there are like a lot of places that are willing to work with somebody who has no credit but like you got to put some fat ass deposit and this and that and this and that and i don't have pay stubs because you know like mama is a freelancer she's self-employed so i'm not like you know so dm me on instagram if you have any tips or um know what i should do yeah. Also, if you're a CPA, um, is that a CPA? Yeah. So, uh, tax season is coming up, and I need help, girls. Please. That's something that's really stressing me out. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. Um, yeah. <laughs> breathe, Gamma, Breathe. Breathe. My mind's okay. We're not stressing. We're blessing. Okay. Um. But, yeah, I was looking at some apartments. I've found one that I really like. I found one that I'm obsessed with. i it's i'm I'm torn between that one. And then, after I wrap this episode up, I'm going to go look at another one that is out in Marietta area. But I used to live in Smyrna briefly, uh, like I said earlier, um in, in the battery. And I was obsessed with that area. I had never heard of Smyrna prior to living there. And I loved it. Everything was so convenient. It was so close to the city, and like I love the area I live in now, um, Norcross. But it's, um, you know, it's just not as convenient. But I would still be willing to, you know, stay in this area. I don't know. I'm looking all over the place, from North Gwinnett to. Just not the south side. I don't want to be in the south side. I would be scared. When I start seeing bars on the windows on these apartments, no yeah, ma'am. No yeah, ma'am. Okay, so um, yeah. If you also got some apartments that you think I would like that are cute and gorgeous, hit a sister up on Instagram or something. I don't know. I really just want to move out. It's all I can think about. It's all I can talk about. I guess I'm manifesting that in a sense because I just keep talking about it. And I just keep looking at apartments. I keep going and and seeing the apartments. So I guess these are like the seeds and I'm watering it right now. So stay tuned for that. I actually have a story time about this dramatic movie scene I lived through yesterday while leaving an apartment I was looking at. So... I'm leaving the complex, and I notice ahead this little girl, probably three or four years old if I had to guesstimate, she is headed towards the entrance of the neighborhood. And outside of this complex is a highway. Traffic's going like 45 miles an hour. The mother is chasing her. I don't know how homegirl got so far ahead, but no judgment. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm not a mother. I'm sure these things happen all the time in the blink of an eye. But I'm seeing this mother chase towards her daughter. She's struggling to catch up. She's out of breath. She's slowing down. And she's screaming bloody murder, telling this girl to stop. Every like 10, 15 feet, she turns around with the most sinister smile like, I'm going to run into traffic. And I'm like 500 feet back there's like three speed bumps ahead of me and it 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 came to a point where i'm like okay there's no way this mom is gonna get to her and she is not stopping so i hit the fucking gas pedal to the metal 60 miles over them fucking speed bumps bitch (laughs) my alignment is even more fucked than it already was my tires are already slick okay But fuck I didn't know what else to do so I like I said I fucking hit the gas I put my car on park jump out don't even close my fucking door and I snatch this girl up she was already out of the neighborhood she'd like kind of started to turn left but she was in the road a car literally had to swerve around before hitting her I snatch her up and I'm like oh my god sweetie what are you doing you can't do this don't don't do that again your mom is sick. The mom came. She's like, "Oh my god! Thank you so much. Thank you." But it was so dramatic, and I was on the phone with my with my uh, Mimi um, while this was going down. And Mimi is a huge overthinker, and she always just takes it zero to a hundred or always assumes the worst. So she's on the phone with me, and we're t- I'm telling her about the place I just looked at, and. All she hears is a horn. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Because I see this and I'm like, fuck, Zoom. Here's my car, Zoom. I jump out. She ain't hearing nothing. There's, a, there's cars honking. And when I get back to my car, she's like, Cam, Cam, Cam. Like, my, it was dramatic, the whole thing. And I'm like, out of breath. She's like, what happened? I, I thought you go, no, wreck. I thought you died. No, me, me, but this little girl almost did. So, um, yeah, I basically saved a little girl and it it was very dramatic. Yeah. Um, So there was my story time. (laughs) I um, now understand fully why some parents get leashes for their children. And I absolutely will be doing the same when that time comes for me, because holy shit, the heart attack that I had. Oh, Mm. Anyway, she's okay, and that's all that matters. Uh, I'm I'm glad that things didn't have a turn for the worse, that didn't end in an unforeseeable, or you know what I'm saying, bitch. Fuck. Stop trying to sound so smart all the time, bitch. Just say what you mean. Fuck. Anyways, um, yeah. That was my story time. I want to move out so bad, though. If I... When I, we're manifesting. When I move out, I will be working my ass off. I've always worked best under pressure. I, the first time I moved out into like a roommate situation, I was living a different lifestyle. I did not have the 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 resources, and I wasn't growing and and making the money that I'm making now, essentially. But back then. Um, with the little bit of money I was making, I was very irresponsible. I was spending all my money on, you know, just shopping sprees at the thrift stores. Some things never change. (laughs) Um, but when I moved out, I didn't have like a dime saved up for emergencies. But I was like, you know what, bitch, you're gonna make it happen. I've always been responsible with my responsibilities, but outside of my bills and whatnot, like I've never been good about saving. Uh, Y'all have heard me talk about this throughout the entire two seasons of this podcast. But um, anyways, what I'm getting at is I was not set up correctly to move out, but I made it happen. And I always paid my rent early in full, even when I was struggling, you know? So I definitely could afford rent. I definitely have the means to get my bills paid. But I also know myself and I have a spending problem. So I have kind of neglected making this move for myself because I just am constantly thinking about the what ifs. And I got to stop thinking like that. I got to trust myself again like I did back then. I think it's just a little scarier this time around because I'll literally be the only name on a lease. You know, like back then I had five fucking roommates. so. If I got kicked out for any reason, then I could have just moved back home and it wouldn't really affected me. It would just been a bummer. But um, I ended up being the last roommate standing, though. So I need need to trust myself. I need need to trust myself. Same thing when I moved back out uh, into another apartment with other roommates. I was paying more there than I was paying living with Mimi. And... I just trusted myself and I made it happen. I was, I always paid my bills, but, um, yeah, I, I will be working my ass off because I'll have no other choice and I don't want to lose my apartment or get my fucking credit fucked over being irresponsible. So, um, I just, I I just want to be working and I can't do that here because it's just chaos all the time. Like my room, everything I own is confined to one bedroom and I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of clothing. I have a lot of furniture. I have a lot of uh, electronic gears and stuff, records, jewelry. Like I need my own place for all this shit so I can breathe, so I can think about getting work done and and, and being able to effectively and efficiently execute my work because even this podcast like I didn't want to set up downstairs in the kitchen which is where I usually film with the backdrop and all the lights and whatnot because the the kitchen is a mess the kitchen is a fucking mess and there was just too much clutter down there and like the idea of me taking the equipment down the stairs and all that shit was just frustrating me so I'm like bitch we're gonna be comfortable in bed today and I'm looking around at my room just filled with stuff that needs to be in an apartment. I want to be recording music every day. Back in the day when I lived with my mother in another apartment, I've lived everywhere. I've moved around a lot. Um, Years ago, when I was living with my mother, all I did every day was go to the gym and record music. And of course, I have evolved musically, but I was working so much that I was always getting something good. Nowadays, like I just stress over everything. And so when I go to try to record something, it doesn't come out right because I just get too frustrated with the fact that I'm not in my own space. And like, I don't know, the, the idea of like Mimi overhearing me record music stresses me out. Um I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So if I think that somebody is like, I can't record a TikTok, I can't really record videos or my podcast. I can't really record anything. And I've talked to a lot of other creatives and we're all the same way. Like it's, it's hard to perform when someone is listening in. And like my work is at home, you know? And I don't know if y'all are even following at this point. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I just want to be working. I want to be recording music, and I want to be peaceful, chaos free. And Mimi is so funny, and I love her, and we're so cute and gorgeous, and you know, lots of love mutually. But we don't always see eye to eye on a lot of things. Like she's not um, rude or ignorant, so that's not what I mean. But she's just um, she's a grandmother, and I'm I'm almost thirty years old. And she still acts like she's an authoritative figure over me. And I can't handle that. I'm like, I'm grown. Like, trust my my better judgment. Trust that I know what I'm doing. And like, I don't want to be questioned every day. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't like to be questioned. Oh, I don't. So yeah, I don't even know what points I was trying to make there. I'm just trying to move. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure y'all can tell that my Adderall is really doing her thing today. Um, my mouth is so fucking dry, so pardon me. Jovi water, deep hydration, skin and cellular hydration, smooth, easy drinking, alkaline, pH nine and a half plus. Jovi, Jovi. Jovi, Jovi. (laughs) Yeah, Jovi. Happy sales. Happy body. I actually love this brand. I keep buying them every time Publix has them buy one, get one free, and I be buying the fuck out of them because they're like $13 for a case of six bottles, which makes me sick. But it is also um 33 ounces. So it is worth it. And it is good water and it's got all kinds of good gorgeous stuff in it, allegedly. Allegedly, according to the 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 the, the 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 label. But um I be buying the packs up because they'd be buy one get one free and it's like basically a dollar a bottle. This much water and it's happy sales. Bitch, period. Load my cart the fuck up. Cause I'm gonna buy a water bottle at the gas station every day. Otherwise, if I don't have a case. So I I keep a case usually in my car. I think they are BPA free, so that's fine to do so. And it, uh, yep. I can keep them in the car. They're not going to fuck me up with the the toxins. And I keep a case in my room as well at all times. So what am I talking about? That don't even fucking matter. Y'all don't give a fuck, okay? Fuck, shit, damn, ass, bitch. I just want to go look at these apartments. And I've neglected to record this podcast all day, all week. Because like I said, I feel so stressed out of my space. And I just, I got to take responsibility for that. So I'm not trying to, woe is me, pity party, me or anything like that. I'm just just speaking out loud, okay? I'm just speaking out loud. So on that note, (laughs) I'm going to go on a break before I lose my fucking mind.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, That's A-N-G-I icom
1: She's back. Okay, what else can we talk about today? The gym. I've been going so hard in the gym. I got to give myself a pat on the back. Yes, I have been going a little harder. I've been lifting a little heavier. I've been staying a little longer. I met this guy at the spa um, like a week and some change ago we were in the sauna and he was checking me out. He liked what he saw. Not really my type, but he was very sweet, very sweet. And he just kept looking at me. And we started talking and he started telling me about my legs. Like your legs are so built. Like, are you doing like squats or what are you doing? And I was like, you know, I'm doing a lot of leg presses, squats, lunges, if you will. And, uh, he was like a big ass, pitbull built bodybuilder he's apparently according to him a physical trainer and offered me some physical training for free so i don't know how i might take him up on that but um he really inspired me and really helped get my head back in the game like i've not stopped going to the gym by any means but i have kind of gotten a little lax over the past few weeks i mean all things considered but uh Just the way he was like talking about me and was telling me like, oh, I can see where your body is cutting. Like you can tell that you've been putting work in the in the gym and um, your legs are so nice and so built. And I'm like. Really? Tell me more. Um, But. My legs, when I squeeze them, they're just. There's just a lot of firmness in there. They're just so big now and like I've always had big legs but they were always big fat legs you know It was a big old fucking blubber sack I would squeeze my legs and it would be nothing but pudding and now when I squeeze them there's muscle like it's firm and I like that <laughs> so he really just like inspired me to like really put my whole pussy back into it but I do really need to get my diet back in sync because I was doing so great. At the beginning of my fitness journey, I was only focused on my diet. I was not going to the gym whatsoever. I had lost like my first like 60 pounds. um, Really, I'm getting comfortable y'all. Fuck, I'm tired, I'm tired. I had lost like my first 50-ish pounds just eating right. I was eating 1500 calories. I was eating the right things, lots of pressed juices, no added sugar, no fast food period. I had really cut out coffee, intermittent fasting. I was not eating past 8 p.m. I was not eating before 12, but I would extend it to like two or three. Ooh, she's a burping mama. <sighs> but I was doing so good on my diet. Now, I, I, w- won't, I wouldn't say I need to be that obsessed and that to the T like I was back then, but It would definitely help me and be in my benefit if I wasn't going to McDonald's at 3 o'clock in the morning to get a large fry twice, three times a week and wasn't drinking coffees again from Starbucks and getting the Impossible Sandwich, which is so fucking good with the avocado spread. And fuck, I'm thinking about going and getting one after this, but I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. I need to get back on my diet. I was doing so good. And like my muscles are growing. My muscles are doing what they got to do okay when i press my my abs like oh bitch i can feel abs under there but i still have this pooch oh my god i'm are you kidding me i still have this little this little pooch this little inner tube going around um that i need to get rid of because it's not going to go somewhere unless i get my shit together you know, you know what I'm saying? Not to be too, you know, self-critical and not to offend anybody who may also have an an an, an inner tube around their ways. I mean, if you're comfortable with that, live, laugh, love your life. OK, but me personally, I'm trying to get rid of it. I've got goals and aspirations and I. I got to get to it. I got to get to the bag. I got to get to the bag. She does, and she's trying. So thank you to that random guy at the gym, if you're listening. I mean, the spa. I'm going to work my pussy off today at the gym because of you. Yeah, thank you so much for inspiring me to do better. Go longer, harder, faster, stronger, as Kanye West once said. Which, by the way, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? All these shenanigans are exhausting, so fucking exhausting. Now, I don't keep up with celebrity gossip and celebrity drama enough to know all the ins and outs of this whole situation, so I don't want to speak on something that I don't know what I'm talking about, but what I've seen, I'm just flabbergasted. Some people just need to shut the fuck up and make music. Let it do what what it does and shut the fuck up because all the politics and... Uh, people ride so hard for Kanye and so many of their faves that every little thing has a rhyme and a reason in 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 their mind. Like I used to be like big into conspiracy theories theories, and I would sit all night and watch these videos about this down the third for hours and hours and hours about something that I don't even fucking can't confirm can't we nobody can confirm really you know um so much time wasted but there are people who ride so heavy for these people that they could literally shit in their hands and throw it out the fucking window and people would try to find a deeper meaning no see that that represents the industry and beeped bop it i just want to know what goes through his mind I'm sure like he's a calculated individual so I'm sure he's got some logic behind the things he does but like some of it is just so unsettling and disgusting and I'm just over it with just so many people too like the the antics even tiktokers like <sighs> just make your videos okay stop getting online and fucking doing the fucking most okay like you can tell there's like a like a turning point in a lot of people and you can tell when they're just like my time is up and they just start doing the fucking most they start just saying the most off the wall shit they start acting fucking bonkers and it's exhausting to watch okay get it together people get it to fucking gather but anyways in other news some very sad fucking news. I'm sure we're all aware at this point, but um, take off. Rest in peace. Um, moment of silence. Um, Not to like change the fucking mood and ruin the, the vibe, but let's talk about it, y'all. I'm actually sick. This one hit a little too close to home. I wouldn't say by any means of my... Was I a fucking Migos stan? But I mean, should I wear this shirt all the fucking time? It's one of my favorite fucking shirts. And I I grew up in Gwinnett and North Georgia areas, um, Winder, ew. Um, But Migos, when they first came to be, you know, they took over Atlanta and like the surrounding areas. They uh, they grew up in Gwinnett and. So I've been there since the beginning since the fucking beginning some of my most fond uh nostalgic coming of age memories include Amigo's song like the first time I went out and did fucking Molly and went to like Quad and all this shit like the Versace remix was playing like and then rewind a little bit back one of the first like warehouse parties I went to I went to this warehouse party with my homegirl Orion and I think jc caitlin was there what an interesting time that was that was a whole era um back in what was that 2013 but all i can think of when i think of that party in that moment and that time period is hannah montana playing in the background yeah got two bad bitches with molly and Fina. and i did i did wow some of my most fond memories, like going to the beach for the first time with no parents. I was like, what, 20 years old, I think. Um, listening to Migos like the whole way down. My bestie, Ariana, she's also a big fan. Her man's a big fan. Like, So they were always playing Migos as well. I don't know, it's just sad. It's really sad and it's really tragic. But what disgusts me is the footage available online. And the people who are sharing it, I unfortunately saw it intentionally it popped up on my fucking timeline, which makes me sick. I was getting on I was on Twitter scrolling and then boom, I see that shit. Where's people's uh empathy Why would you share that, and why are you like talking about it like obviously talk about it, but showing such graphic fatal monumental moments in a man's life like Quavo over there over his body like it was just so sad to see and so gory and so disturbing and unsettling and not how they would want to for him to be remembered you know I would not want to remember anybody that way either and I would hate to get online and see that footage like the people filming I don't know. it's so sick and twisted. I can't believe that that happened. I'm like still in disbelief. Migos is like the rap group of our generation, I would say. so for this to happen, this is such a huge tragedy, like a day after the music video drop, which, like I said, I used to be a big conspiracy theorist, so I don't want to speculate on the dead, rest in peace. um, but there's some weird things do your research um up in the air and i don't know the the timing just seems a little weird to me i I hope that this was not like a setup i should shut the fuck up i don't know what i'm talking about i don't want to speculate um just the whole situation makes me sick to my fucking stomach so rest in peace yeah it's gonna be it's a, it's a sad week in atlanta it really is um, but let's change the let's change the mood. What can we talk about now? Um, let's talk about some things that I'm trying to stop. OK, I'm trying to stop saying I'm sorry because I'm not fucking sorry. OK, and I shouldn't be sorry about the things I'm apologizing for. OK, so let's stop doing that. Girls, stop apologizing for everything. Somebody gets in my way and I look at them, and I'm, like, I'm sorry. What are you, a fucking timid chihuahua, bitch? No, you're not fucking sorry. They should be sorry, not you. fuck it's not even that deep stop apologizing for things that you don't deserve to be sorry for My, my minor inconveniences stop apologizing so much there's nothing to be sorry for really that is something i'm really trying to also stop being so fucking nice stop being so fucking nice okay shit that shit's fucking annoying and I have a problem of doing that, like also acting too enthusiastic about other people and their wants and desires and goals. Like, obviously, we need to listen to other people, but i be listening a little too much. I'd be taking in too much drama, too many people's life problems and playing fucking Dr. Phil. And I'm just like always trying to be available and enthusiastic with everybody that I meet. And like in the in the past, like guys that I've talked to, they'll be talking about the most boring shit to me that I have no interest in, no offense. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my god, like, and like it's genuine because like I'm trying to be a part of the conversation, and I'm trying to, you know, but I don't care. And I think it's just not fair to myself to sit there and like entertain something that I just don't care to hear, you know, like, why am I asking questions about something that I don't even care about, you know, uh, am I toxic? <gasps> oh my God. Um, wow. Hmm. Realizations, realizations, so many. I'm realizing that I haven't eaten today and it's 3 p.m and that's probably why I'm kind of losing my mind. But I got some Jovi, so... Go me. Hmm. Of course my fucking computer would die. In the middle of a story time. I had another story for y'all. So let me tell it a fucking again. Shit. <sighs> so... I'm aware. First of all, I'm aware that this episode is all over the place. I'm not apologizing because I'm not sorry. This is life, okay? My life, okay? And this is just how it happens. These are my thoughts. Anyways, so I be going to the spa after my workouts, and there are these two guys who like clean the spa. They don't speak English, but I can understand. Uh, I can understand enough Spanish. I can speak a little bit of Spanish. I'm not fluent, but I can understand more than I can speak and they always just be talking about me they always be talking about me calling me a man girl and um American like slurs and um yeah they just be talking about me and like it is a nude spa so like I go in there I shower I you know I I have a little towel to cover my pussy but of course like they they get glimpses of the jewels um and they just be talking about me being a girl with a dick and like being like, oh, why is that girl got such a big dick? Ha 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 Oh yeah, so funny, bitch. Lo tienes chiquito. Little bitch ass with your little dick. So, anyways, I've tried to like be calm, cool, and collected. I've tried to be cute and gorgeous for a while. But like every time I would come up in this bitch, one of them will go get the other one and tap one of them and be like, and just start talking about me and just start cracking jokes. And I'm like, So a few weeks ago. Like two weeks ago, I finally was like, oh, it's so funny, isn't it? And they didn't, he didn't really understand. Um, He looked at me crazy like, huh? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how I need to approach you next time. So anyways, a few days went by. They didn't really bother me. But then I come in and of course, per usual, the little tap of the shoulder. Actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. When they're together, they're always talking about me. But when they're separate, crickets, of course, they don't have their backup. So I came in one day and the one the main one that I really don't like, he was scrubbing the floors and I'm in the hot tub and he ain't giving me no dirty looks. He's not looking at me funny. He's not got this goofy, ugly ass little grin on his face, none of that shit. He is minding his fucking business as he motherfucking should. And he's going around me. In fact, like he's like was spraying some down with water, actually sprayed on me. He like gestured like he was sorry and I'm like, okay, period. Um but then of course like fifteen minutes later, him and his buddy are side by side and it's jokes. It's ha, ha hee he hoo hoo. Bitch, de que te ries. De que te Crickets. Motherfucker was too stunned to speak. I basically asked him like what's funny? Like what's the what's the tea? What's the gossip? In Spanish. And um He was too stunned to speak. And then the other one, I didn't know what he was saying, but he got, like, kind of, like, I could tell that he he was upset and irritated. So he started, like, talking, saying his tone. I know he was, like, trying to intimidate me with his tone. And I'm just like, bitch, you're, like, 4'9", 100 pounds at most. I'm 5'11", 190, baby, please. And she's been putting in work. This would not be a fair fight, okay? So I'm like, "Pinche chaparro, pentejo, lo tienes chiquito." I don't get it. I don't fucking get it, bitch. Why they still continue to talk shit? And like, I, I told one of my friends who works there, I'm like, "Hey, um, let these motherfuckers know I'm crazy, okay? I'll, I'll tell the manager. No, don't do that. I don't want to get nobody in trouble. I really don't. I'm not a bitch. I don't want to get nobody in trouble. But fuck, what is funny, bitch? What is funny?" I'm live, laugh, loving life, minding my business, soaking in the, the fucking hot tub, going in the sauna, minding my business, and you think there's something funny? I'm sorry that I'm better than any bitch will ever get, and I'm sorry that my dick is bigger than yours could ever be, okay? That sounds like a problem between you and God, not me, baby, okay? So leave me the fuck alone. Mind your fucking business, and I'll, I'll do the same. I'll do the fucking same, bitch. <sighs> just queer things speaking of just queer things leslie jordan i know i'm behind on that too but fuck so heartbreaking all these tragedies back to back to back rest in peace to leslie jordan well shit y'all know who i'm talking about right if you know you know if you don't well he was a queer icon is a queer icon always and forever um he was in will and grace back in the day he's been in a lot of Y'all probably know who he is. Um, Y'all aren't living under rocks, I hope. Um, But in the pandemic, he really got us through some tough times. Well, shit. What are y'all doing? Screwing. (laughs) Tears. And uh, allegedly he passed in a very tragic way in a car accident. Allegedly uh, some cardiac episode, you know, something with his heart. And that's so sad to think about. He was so sweet and so funny and loved by everybody. <sighs> Anyways, this episode is a nightmare on Elm Street. But I'll let y'all know from the get go. We rant, rave and ramble about literally any and everything. OK, unscripted. I, I mean, I said it all. I set myself up so you would know what you were prepared preparing yourself for okay so this ain't i'm not i'm not apologizing I'm, I'm not apologizing take me as i am okay on that note thank you for listening to another episode of i'm faced and i'm bothered i live laugh love you all mm-hmm. kisses be safe in the streets